if you're looking for some straight-up marketing advice that's super chilled and also a bit of a laugh, then grab yourself a drink and get ready for Marketing and Margaritas, a podcast that makes marketing entertaining. Brought to you by Rebel Nation, direct from regional Queensland. Hello and welcome to Marketing and Margaritas. Today, Jade and I are joined by Abby from Stomping Elephant. Hello. And we've all got our stomping earrings on. Thank you for having me. Um, So we invited you in because we wanted to talk to you about socials. You guys do socials really well. Um, You have a few different product lines and you just always, well, Jade literally just said that every time she sees your social media, she wants to go and buy stuff. (laughs) So clearly it's working. Um, So yeah, thank you for joining us and we're going to talk about that. Absolutely. So... Starting off, some stomping. Why did you start stomping? Oh, stomping is eight years old, so it's just gone eight. Wow. And it started when I was a stay-at-home mum and my best friend's baby shower was happening. So I used to sew and be crafty all the time. And oh, then... really? You can sew. I'm always impressed by that. <laughs> I could sew. Eight years old, <laughs> I could, I could sew. She's got other <laughs> skills in the spin mirror. It's now been packed away for eight years. <laughs> yeah. I could sew and I enjoyed it with the kids at home. And um, Kath's baby shower was an elephant-themed baby shower. So um, we sewed her cot sheets and did her rocking chair and, you know, things in elephant fabric. There was a little bit left over. I thought, we should make earrings out of these to give to the guests, which is what we did. So our very first pair uh, of earrings was made out of elephant fabric. That's so (laughs) cute. (laughs) I don't think I knew that origin story. came from and then because everybody at the baby shower loved their gift um I thought well why you know I could go off and just do this and I'm gonna sell it make an earring empire (laughs) boom done (laughs) it didn't quite go like that it was more like I think I can just make some money to go and get my hair done (laughs) yeah mum life (laughs) what can I do for me (laughs) it was totally like that I was like I just want to be able to pay for my own hair like just so I felt like I was contributing a little bit So that is how it started. I went to my very first market. It was successful, as in it made a profit on my first market and, you know, paid back the bill that I had for the product and then just every market after that just kept reinvesting back into the business. And it's about 12 months of doing that that I really realised that this was probably something that I could, you know, do for myself full time. Yeah. Um, And then that's sort of the kids were only three and six back then so um it was still a little bit tricky with the kids but weekend work made it easier and yeah it's it's grown a lot since then (laughs) and now so how big is stomping elephants these days that was like out of your garage at your house was yeah dining table first dining table half a garage yeah garage bigger house with a pool room and now and now we've moved out officially a couple of years ago into a bigger like a warehouse yeah um, so we have a showroom the manufacturing plant you know design product. room design yeah, so it's like yeah shop front and then all of the the process parts sort of thing that's right it. and yeah. a, you know full we need a massive place for storage and packing as well so the dispatch it all happens under one roof which is difficult to find a place big enough to fit us yeah but it's really important for me because the team works so closely together because of the process yeah the same man it's like we can have people working from home and stuff like that it's like logistically we can have people in other places but they just the team likes to work together you know like when you're in the office it's just easier for it to be collaborative and it, stuff too it definitely, what do you think of yeah. this like can we do that you know yeah, definitely makes it more collaborative and 
the atmosphere is always lifted when there's more people mm. around and yeah. departments work really well together. So we currently have um, 15 employees um, working at Stomping HQ, so, which is amazing. Most and that's just headquarters. How many people overall are, are part of the Stomping brand? Because it's across states now as well. It is. So we have uh, what we call reps. Uh, local agents that go to market. So once I did my first markets and, you know, did them for a while, what happened was I thought, I'm doing quite well here in Mackay. I got really supported very quickly. Um, Mackay has been truly amazing. And I think being in the town, the regional town that we are, really did help my business early on. It's a fabulous product though too, darling. Like, it's yeah. not just that, that people were supporting you, it's that you were creating <laughs> something that people really wanted. Oh, 100%. But that's how good small businesses start. Like, you know, your sisters and your girlfriends and your aunts all start buying things and gifting it and then kaboom. Yeah, you know, absolutely. They're your first fans. Yeah. And then that's right. I'm from Mackay, so, you know, already had a, you know, decent base size of people who already wanted to support and then loved the product. Yeah. And so then I thought, well, why couldn't I replicate this somewhere in a different town mm -hmm. so um you know one of my good friends i was out at moorumbah so mm -hmm. i thought well i rang her up and said did you maybe want to go and do this in moorumbah and that's how what we now call it as reps grew so we have 16 of those now around australia um we've recently just put on three new ones so that is you know we're ready to take on a few more now so we could just it's really endless to how many we could put on it's just as long as we can keep of the manufacturing. I was about to say, it's the supply and demand <laughs> aspect of it, but your logistics side of things, how you operate with them and everything like that part, you know, you've got that streamlined. It's really just keeping up with how many the orders. I That's guess. right. And because then obviously you've got your online shop as well. So there's your website where people can go and purchase from wherever as well. And you're stocked in some shops locally. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. true. I see not, stomping yeah, some place. Not just locally. We are actually in over 100 stockers around Australia, which is amazing. I that When I hit that 100 mark, that was truly a pinch me moment. <laughs> that's crazy. You, I can say, mate, you're a vampire. <laughs> I'm not. It was not a joke. It's like full legit. We do make a lot of earrings. <laughs> <laughs> so do you know how many different styles of earrings? Because I've got like at least 50. Like how many styles of stocking earrings are there? It's a little bit of a moving metric and because not all products make it onto the website. So mm -hmm. we, we also have some market exclusives, yeah. which keeps it interesting for our reps to be going to markets and our people to shop at markets. Yeah, so that, like I, I can't get this on the website. I can only get it from my local It's almost yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. And it gives us really a lot of freedom to be very creative and, yeah. you know, they might not, a different colour might not just make it onto the website. So on the website, we have about a 750 dangle styles. Holy. <laughs> Dave, you need a bigger storage. Because <laughs> <laughs> so, I knew that was at 750 and then it was like dangle styles. I'm like, that's not even the full thing. <laughs> that is no, so that is just dangles. And I think we have, with the storage base, I think we have about the capacity to go to 850. So we've got, so once we hit that in our storage space capacity, I will have to start culling some Retiring. Clients. It's really some. hard for me to retire. It makes me feel sad. Like, oh. <laughs> like You just have like seasonal I, stuff. I you didn't do anything wrong. I swear it's me, not you. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> no one wants the squash French ball dog face <laughs> yes. anymore. Um, so that's in the dangles and in studs online we have about two thousand styles of studs. So, but that doesn't, as I said, that doesn't probably tr a true more number would be about four to five thousand stud styles. 
but it changes every single day. We have a new product come out off those machines every single day without fail. Really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't realise that. Yeah, no, we're fast. Dude, <laughs> calm your farm. Like, holy crap. I mean, that's awesome, but also that's no wonder it's such a massive enterprise for you because that's, um, that's a lot of effort. <laughs> Um, and to any guys listening, like, how many earrings do you need? There's 365 <laughs> days of the year. Like, just put it into perspective. How many Christmas earrings do you have, Lani? Because that's only one day a year, but I'm pretty sure you've got more than one. There is 25 de- 24 <laughs> days before Christmas. Like, let's be honest. But I still one have, Christmas I still day. have room for more Christmas earrings, if we look at it that way. My husband equates the... The number of styles that most people have, you know, you said you've got 50 or like probably 100, yeah. probably more like <laughs> that, I think I've seen your stash, uh, to lures. Yes, that's because a good point. Because he could never understand. He said, I don't understand why everybody has so many of these. And yeah. then one day he came to me and said, I've got it. I've, I've cracked the code. It's, it's like, like lures. Yeah. That's it him. is. And it, as soon as he understood that, he's like, okay, I get it now. Because <laughs> if, if you've ever watched... You're crazy now, makes sense to yes. me. But no, if you've ever watched a guy going through his tackle box going, what am I going to use? It's so similar to going through your box like, what am I going to wear? <laughs> it is. How am I feeling today? That's what I love. I've got the danglies that are the little globe, like the world one. And whenever I wear them, I'm always like, I'm on top of the world today. Aww. Like, that's my on top of the world oh, earrings. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And these ones are like the leafy ones. This is when I'm like, I'm doing sort of like corporate stuff, but I'm still kind of, you know, want to be a little bit funky and fun sort of thing because they're a bit more sedate, but they're still interesting looking. So like, it, no, but it is. You choose your earrings. <laughs> See, there's a whole you're story be like that actually like when people like our stompers tell us that all the time, like that sort of story is what actually keeps me going and wanting to design new styles because when people tell me that they feel on top of the world when they're wearing an Atlas Dangles, that is... Yeah. Atlas Dangles. Like, oh, that's a cool that's, name. You know, that just is amazing. Yeah. It's the same. Like I put these sunflowers on specifically for today. Yeah. I nearly went with my Kira koalas because they are my when I need to be brave. Yeah. Because the koalas are brave with the bushfires. We raised all that money for the bushfires and so they're my brave earrings. That is awesome. That's a great story. So I love too that you had to be brave to come here today. (laughs) (laughs) So like I was like, brave or like shiny. And like sunflowering and bright. I can't go with these ones. <laughs> so literally there was a conversation in my head about what I was choosing today and I loved that. And then you like apologize to all the other babies that you leave out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm <laughs> That would be a, such a hard choice every day. Well, it is. Like, I've done culls before of, like, jewellery and stuff like that. I've never gotten rid of any of my stompings, but I've definitely culled things before. I'm like, I don't wear this anymore and it just doesn't really sit in with my style and stuff or I got it for a particular thing and all that kind of stuff. But, like, I know going through stompings, like, I think I do have some of the character, you know, I've got, like, little cactus ones and, you know, I've got some more character, like, yeah. fun kind of things. But then a lot of them are, like so versatile like the designs and stuff like I can wear them to mm. like proper meetings and all that kind of stuff like it's not just like you know yes there there are really fun cool designs like koalas and bulldogs and stuff but there's also really nice I, I don't mean to use the word corporate but like there's very professional like I've got a whole heap yeah that are quite you know I've got like black and white marble ones and all this Some kind nice of thing chic that, and yeah, yeah exactly it's so funny that you bring that up because you know I know we're going to talk about social media one of my best reaching ones was recently because my sister always says to me 
why don't you just make like simple normal styles? <laughs> she thinks we just make, you know, Larry. She gets no, her Santa hats, and, <laughs> you know, which we do do a lot of like out there styles. Um, but I'm like, we have a huge range of and exactly what you're you talking do. about. You do. Like I've got a really nice kind of plain wood, and then it's got two circles, and they're like in a denim sort of navy, yeah. and it's just. It's different, it's unusual, but it's corporate, it's professional, you know. Yeah. And so we put that story on socials. It was basically like a typed up conversation between me and my sister. <laughs> I think I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I did it. Its reach was over 10,000. Yeah. So, you know, it got a great reach and uh, people, you know, really interact, could understand what I was saying. <laughs> and it was, yeah, it was really good. What a perfect segue into what we're actually here to talk about. It's hard not to get excited talking about earrings and stuff. And also I just think what you've achieved and how far you've come. And I've known you for quite a while through that journey and through you having these different levels of belief in yourself along that journey. So to see where you come today personally to me is actually very exciting as well. So that's why I hang out there for a bit. But let's get on to how we can help other people and not just gas bag amongst ourselves. So, first of all, practical stuff. What platforms are you on? Why are you on them? And kind of roughly, what do you know, like kind of what size you are on each of those? Yeah, I, I went and checked out all those before I came. Uh, Facebook was the first one we started on. So That's was, a natural beginning for a lot of businesses. sort of what I knew. Um, I am... That you know, eight years ago, that was probably like it, the leader. That's yeah, true. It was. And I didn't know a lot about social media when I was a stay-at-home mum, Facebook, I just had that for my private. So we started on Facebook. So it has always been my leading, I think, because we had that start there. We're at 23,000 followers on Facebook. Um, about 18 months into the business, I thought, mm, people talking about this Instagram thing that I didn't know anything about. And I had to Google, I had to ask actually and Google what a hashtag was. I didn't even understand. <laughs> You're not like, I know lots of people who've done that. It kind, so. of, it kind of just popped up overnight. We're like, you use these things. So I still do training sessions where people be like, I'm sorry, this is a dumb question, but what is a hashtag? Like probably nearly every social media training someone asks me, and this is this is this year. So don't don't. It do does that. make you feel better. Cause I'm like, I don't know what you. I'm not. I'm no expert here in this. What social is this hashtag you think of? So then I was like, okay, let's get on to Instagram um, as well. So we're at twenty thousand followers on Instagram, and obviously recently TikTok has taken. You know, it's sort of been picking up in that social world. We're about seven thousand on TikTok. So. Nice. Um, yeah, that's where we're sitting with those. How long have you been on TikTok for? Oh, probably only about six months. So, so six months, 7,000 followers. That's really good. I mean, it is one of those ones that things can take off really quickly on it, but that's still good. And the fact that your Insta is catching up to your Facebook is really interesting too. Mm-hmm. So it, It's always stayed about that two to 3,000 apart yeah. from, from Facebook. A TikTok definitely rise has risen faster than any of the other ones, but it's hard to gauge whether they're – it's the return, whether that's, that's right. there or not. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a very different platform in yes. that way. Okay. So what do you, when you look at each of those platforms, do you do different content on them or how do you treat them? We've started doing the same content on Insta and Facebook since they have joined and it's easy to just, you know, put it out on both platforms. Yeah. And we definitely have different followers on each. Mm-hmm. I think Instagram definitely has a lot more business following business okay um, right. on my platform mm-hmm. and um and people who don't want to be on facebook yeah are there yeah so it doesn't seem to annoy our followers it when we do both mm-hmm. so we split, that out. We, mm-hmm. we split that out both but tiktok we're using for funner you know more so it's video based obviously so it's not a still photo um and so that is a lot more fun 
cool. So you cover it's lot, like obviously it's just different content types, but you're also kind of covering different elements of the business and stuff. And are you using your TikTok content on Instagram, your social platforms? It's reels. A certain number of them, yes. Um, like I just did one this morning about coming here because I was so nervous <laughs> and I thought, well, this is this is some good Kemp content. Oh, so. <laughs> So I did one this morning and it was short enough to make into a reel. Some of my TikToks are three minutes, yeah. um, so they can't go over to be reels. Purpose, so I have yeah. to be mindful when I'm filming a TikTok to be in the... If you want something to, that you can reuse in places, it's got to yeah, be... Yeah, so we, we're still... Sure. Look, I'm, I just learnt what a hashtag was only seven years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still learning this TikTok thing. <laughs> no, you're doing really well, man. Okay, and so when you look at your social media and that return on investment, do you are you able to track, like, do you get into the data and see which ones bring you the most sales and stuff? You're going to really dislike me. Because <laughs> the answer is yes, 100%, Jay. I track everything and I know right where my numbers are coming from. I wish I could say this. <laughs> The fact that she knew how many earrings she had in stock, I was just proud of that. Well, that's stock inventory. Of course she should fucking know that. That's a lot of earrings. Yes, but it's inventory. You can't just be like, oh, I've got roughly, I don't know, like 20 earrings. I don't know. That's that's a basic one. Well, just, okay. just to be clear, I don't know how many actual in inventory. No, I just you know, know styles. styles. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's what I mean. There's a lot of numbers that Abby needs to be over. <laughs> that's what da- data is useful. Okay, so then do you know how much of your website traffic is driven by socials at all? Do you go into your Google Analytics? Okay, so, so Abby, we're gonna talk to you. I gave you the agenda. I said what this is gonna be in there. All right, fine. Let's leave that one. I think it was weird you're asking me about this because you know <laughs> Google Analytics. Well, I just thought you might. No, if it's not your thing, it's not your thing, man. I get it. I am a data nerd, so for me, it's like to see how people are finding us, and then it's like. If, like what our social traffic is, then what's our dominant social platform, and then what those people do. Like to me, that stuff's just like mm-hmm. fun. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I can't understand why other people aren't sitting there reading through the numbers as well. But yeah, you're there designing a new earring every day. So that's it is what it is. Okay, so um, then with your social, so obviously you've got your different product lines, and then you've got certain features and benefits. But, for example, I know, like, the fact that your earrings are handmade, the fact that that you're all uniquely designed by you and your team, the fact that they're hypoallergenic and really high-quality thing, those three key messages have been the exact same thing from the start. So for eight years, you've had those three key messages that you've been putting through on your socials, and that's what our topic is today. When you're just, you know, putting those same messages out there over and over again, how do you keep your socials fresh? Because like Lani said, you guys do a fantastic job. And I know it's not just you. I know it's your team and it's a team effort and, and different people have contributed over the years and stuff. But, you know, that's like we get clients all the time where they're like, I'm just saying the same thing over and over. And I'm like, that's kind of what it is about, man, because you know everything about you. But just because I saw one post here... Uh, doesn't mean I remember it about you. Like, you know, it, I need those messages relayed to me all the time. How do you do that and do so well with your socials? Definitely. I think, like, you have to just repeat over and over because it, I think, you know, it's like 18 touch points before someone will even half trust you as your brand. Or, I don't well, know, you know, it's a lot. 
Yeah, as I say, I was looking at Google research the other day, but I don't know how old it was, and it said 11 touch points before someone will do their first, um, not interaction, not purchase, but like their first... consideration. Yeah, Yeah. exactly, where they'll actually like make some sort of connection kind of thing with you. That's Mm. right. And I mean, we are lucky in the way, yes, we do sell earrings and a lot of them, but there are a lot of different styles. Mm -hmm. So our styles can connect with different people. Audiences. Yeah, you've got different people that you're talking to with different looks, aren't you? Every every time. Every time we do a post. You know, we try not to post dogs three times in a row all week because we know not everybody will want to wear dog earrings. Um, And then we try and mix up the times that we're posting those similar types of things as well to catch different people. Mm -hmm. Um, So you really think about that content planning as like, Yes, we've, we've got lots of dog earrings. Yes, we need to tell people that they're hypoallergenic and high quality, etc. But doing it different days, different times, mixing it in with other content as well so that there's that variety and stuff, that's sort of like one of your main kind of points of what you guys do. Definitely, and trying to put, you know, face, my face out on social media as well. It, you know, builds a bit of trust and telling stories about you know where we've come from and what we what we do i say because i wrote your fucking about page man (laughs) and i just vaguely remember that about how it was like it started with a baby shower or something but i didn't know that full scope of it being elephants and the earring gifts or whatever i'm like i would have written that shit into it that's an awesome story that needs to be like a breakout on your about page i know i probably need to do that a little bit more i guess eight years in you sort of start to think does everybody just know this story anyway no one of your friends for like years does not know that and at the start it's like well no one cares that i was making this up my dining table for someone else like you you know you're building your empire so it's that behind the scenes is you know a bit early but I we guess. also just think that our own stuff is like not interesting yeah not that it was, it was you know what I mean like like the like I know people ask me to be a keynote speaker and talk about my life and my story and my business journey and I'm like I just you know I graduated and then I went to uni and then I worked some jobs and then I have a business like that's not interesting. Well, you know, I feel the same about my That's story. what I mean. Everyone feels the same. But then when you yeah. fill in those little details where it's like, oh, you know, it was the doing this cool thing for a friend. Even the fact that you did all that for a fucking baby show, I'm like, holy shit, that's just awesome. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Like, I wouldn't do that. But you know what I mean? Like, that's – it's those little personal elements and stuff that kind of bring a brand to life and make it more interesting for people and that they can connect to and stuff too. So, yes, that kind of thing is important, Abby. <laughs> Definitely. And I think – Telling little stories um, and talking about what has helped a lot is when we talk about, you know, you, you just talked about how the Atlas earrings make you feel on top of the world. If we tell that story, which I'm now taking back to my socials. Just oh, so abs, you can have it. Yeah, go for it. I'll put them on and you can have photos. We will get people interact with that because they feel the same. Yeah. Mm. So every time I post these sunflower earrings, I, I get people comment about how it makes them feel when they wear them yeah and that builds a lot of trust in our brand because that's not coming from us i can write anything on a social media page nobody it takes a long time for someone to trust someone who's writing something on a social media page but if it's coming from a customer that's uh, that starts to build that trust so we social proofing man yeah it's like if i say i'm freaking awesome as opposed to you being like jade's freaking awesome like you know that's just more credibility so always try and think about you know being able to get genuine interaction on our posts and for our customers to tell them tell us why they love them yeah so we try and drop that in you know probably once every two weeks some sort of or three weeks every sort of a post like that where people can actually truly tell us and then i read them and then sometimes they make me cry (laughs) (laughs) because it is it's so personal for you (laughs) it is it's 
is that emotional yeah. connection and I think you know that's where like social media yes it's online and it's digital and it's people behind a keyboard and so we and, you know even the way that people write their socials when they first start off it's so corporate and bland and nameless faceless sort of thing and it's like the more that you take risks and lean into doing that personal content and actually talking on social media as though you're talking to a person not talking to a crowd you know that sort of stuff that's where you get that personal connection with people and that's what you know i know that social media is online and stuff but it's just still people to people man it's just the same as just sitting there and having a conversation with someone, except that you're typing it out. And like, that's how I see it. And that's how I think that brands can use it to build their business is by just being themselves and being genuine and sharing those stories, you know? Yeah. Making it feel like a conversation between friends is definitely... It's like this podcast. I try to keep in the back of my head. Yeah. <laughs> like, how much more interesting is it just us having a chat and really getting excited by these ideas and stuff than, you know, writing a freaking report on how to do your social media sort of thing. <laughs> like, it's way more exciting. <laughs> I would never read that before. <laughs> no, no you don't even look at Google Analytics. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so just going back to what we're talking about, because I had a question. Rude. Sorry. Um, so you've got multiple platforms. You've got multiple products that you're talking about. You're posting multiple times a week. Multiple times a day. We actually aim yeah. three a day. That's fabulous. <laughs> How do you approach your social media? Because for most people, just posting once a week is a lot. Like, do you have a dedicated person? Do you plan your content on? Do you batch post? I know what I want the answers to be. But <laughs> <laughs> this is a that's, true question. Let's see the, the, uh, the design versus the actual. Pass or fail. <laughs> probably not going to love my answers. <laughs> um, now, we do have a dedicated person now. Um, Mel is fabulous. She is full-time now. So we before have had part, permanent part-times, but we have a full-time person now. And um, we aim for three a day. We build it in. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> I don't know what you're going to say. In um, Google Docs. No, not Google Docs. Google Excel. Yeah. You know, so that's where we have. You keep track of what posting. P, you know, noon, yeah. PM times and just all Our schedule. Our calendars are spreadsheets. <laughs> okay. okay. I was like, oh, gosh. And then You've got homework. <laughs> you're being graded. Like, this real. No wonder you were nervous. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, and that's really good because we can use that as a calendar for upcoming days, donut day, for instance. Yeah. We post donuts or donut earrings or whatever. Um, and then from there we use Canva. So we have the paid Canva um, access. And that's where most of our content is built, the, the images. Yeah. Uh, and um, we batch post maybe only a day in advance. Yeah. <laughs> so today's, tomorrow's stuff is getting done is that, today. Is that like a fail? <laughs> <laughs> no, well, the fact that you're even scheduling, that's great. You're not just doing it in the moment, but you are planning it out. You've got your calendar. That's ticks. Well yeah. done. We, that's awesome. we, I have been well known to do, I mean, today's, TikTok that just got yeah. into a reel was just on the fly. Which is good though. You need that. So I try it's to have fresh, a face organic. Yeah. And then on the fly as well. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. And it and Mel's really good. I can just go to her, hey, like we really need to just I just had a great idea. Yeah. You know, like I was having a wine the other night. <laughs> and I sent her an email. Best idea. This, this is true. I sent her an email and the subject line said Steve should buy Jenny some earrings. Sent. Oh, I did, not give, her, I did not give her any 
body of the email. It just yeah. was a subject line. Yeah. And she made the great, uh, an, an amazing post on that. As context for our audience, there was a full-page <laughs> ad in a local paper where um, Jenny called out her boyfriend Steve for cheating. That is what <laughs> ads is referring to for those it's, who it's don't know. It's like viral all around the world. I have. I wrote on news.com because I was away at the time, so I didn't actually see it. And then I saw Mackay at Sunday Live yeah. um, being posted about on news.com.au and I was like, what the fuck is Mackay with Sunday Live? <laughs> doing in the that went international (laughs) i had friends from overseas messaging me being like hey do you know steve or jenny i I don't know any couple named steve or jenny either so i've seen photos of like billboards in the states where they're like put up the words and they're like something about steve and jenny i'm just like this is freaking gold i have not seen that oh my god so being able to do stuff like that on the fly is leverage trending topics that's a tick like so you've been doing this for eight years you've you know got really good growth you're doing posting three times a day so it's not like you're you're taking the foot off the pedal or anything like that what for you um can give us any insight into how things have changed like is there anything that used to work that doesn't work anymore or is there some stuff where you're like tried and true i've been doing it this way for five years and it still kills like so we are probably a little bit unique to some businesses. We've never paid for any advertising, so we're still running full organic on all of our platforms. Um, so one day I'll, I'll dive into paid ads <laughs> at some point. When you I have just, capacity. I just, I mean, I kind of look at Google Analytics. I feel nervous about doing ads and probably, you know, I know I can probably get some help. <laughs> I probably know the right person. <laughs> I'm sure I can recommend someone yeah. at time. Um, but... Definitely more engagement has had to happen. You know, we used to, and and quality photos have grown. And I guess that's just grown with growing a business starting out at your dining table. Something's better than nothing at the start. And then you you up your game. My, yeah, my game has definitely upped on what I expect, you know, the quality to be coming out of, you know, the product, the photos, the the words that are coming. You know, we've we've made some mistakes along the line, made sure, you know, we don't do that again or... um, so, yeah, we definitely have – I have definitely seen a change. I don't know. I think just interacting with people or, you know, telling it like a story, more storytelling has definitely had to happen. We're trying really hard to start implementing reels because I know that that is what is trending. So mm-hmm. we're, we're doing a little bit more. Do you use, like, your interaction stickers and stuff on, like, your Insta stories and everything, like polls or anything? Are you using any of those kind of things? We don't do them as a regular. So we did, like, sometimes – like into it with on the on the Excel spreadsheet, they're like, yes, we need to have a poll here, you know, and say mm-hmm. like a poll every, you know, three weeks or something like that. Mm-hmm. We do what you know goes really well is set, is actually sharing pictures on our stories mm-hmm. of at what orders are going out. Yeah, because there's no way we can show five thousand styles <laughs> on social media ever. That's yeah. a new new. Even if we just showed exactly what's online, that's three thousand styles. Well, that's more than three posts a day for a whole year and you'd never see the top selling ones ever again. Yeah. Mm. So we can never show everything, but it's like customers love seeing what other people are ordering. So that always gets interaction and people are looking for their orders. Yeah. We don't show them all, but they always message and say, this is my order, I'm so excited. And I love that. And do you encourage people to use like stomping hashtags or anything like that so that then you can then reshare their posts as well? It's on our business, like it's on our cards at the year it's coming, hashtag stomping elephants. Uh, we did start at hashtag stomping style. So that has yeah. been something that changed. 
I found people weren't using that. They okay. were using stomping elephants just yeah. organically. So mm-hmm. we did cut out stomping style and just made it stomping elephants. Which makes sense. Them. You listen to your audience, man. And that's the whole thing when you are making a hashtag for your business, like have a crack at something, you know, have you go like, oh, yeah, maybe this will work. But then have the wherewithal to actually look at it and go, well, is are, are people using it or what are they using? And then listen to your audience. If that's what they want to use, then promote that so that more people use it. Oh, I see a tick again. <laughs> look, look, we're sitting in an A plus. There's <laughs> even a little bit of analytic analysis in there too. So yeah. Oh, well, and give her a break. She's just got a full time social media. So like, you can feed a couple of these reports. Hey, I need to do this next time. <laughs> there you go. You're just making homework for her. So <laughs> um, when you say make mistakes, is there anything that you could share of what maybe, for example, a mistake that you guys have made that you were like, I'll never do that again. Um, no. (laughs) (laughs) That is in the past. Okay, so I remember you telling me a story. This isn't a big one, but it just just always sticks with me about how, obviously, you've got your reps and stuff that are taking photos and everything too, and you have – because I know in my business I have certain bugbear things like – you know, we need to have our projects color-coded like that. It just, it has to roll like that. One of Abby's things is when you're taking photos of stuff, just clean your lens first. Oh, like, no matter what, like, just clean your lens first because your photo will always be better. And you're like, I don't understand why people just can't clean their lens first. Sort of thing. <laughs> and so whenever I go to take a photo, I'm always like, have I cleaned my lens? <laughs> There's abs in my head going, clean, just clean your lens first. Definitely. And, like, yeah, so we have tried to implement more, you know, I guess documented procedures on how people oh. outside of our <laughs> HQs and yeah. our reps do take photos. Brand like, consistency. I That's can't, awesome. I can't cope. Like, it... I can't cope if the earring is upside down, like or sideways. When it's taken a photo, you have to have it up and down. It's, I'm like crazy so for you, it. So even if it's like on an angle or something, like no. artistically, no, always. Oh, oh no, the the, the whole like a, the whole earring, it, like um, card can go on the side. That's yeah, fine. That, yeah, the okay. actual earring on the card has to be. The dog can't be sideways. We don't have sideways dogs in the world. They are up and down. Well, we have. Well, I mean, there could be like you know, there's. there's so, or you know, even if it's a ways. galaxy and you have one, you know, the dark moons up the top and the light moons down here, and one's up. Don't put that out there. That's not how they're supposed to look. So yes, that quality that, control again. But that brand, Perfect. you're protecting your brand, man. Like you have built a really strong brand, and part of that is having a certain quality standard. And we always say this when things are brand aligned. It's because it's like if, you know, your earrings are made a quality product, then how you promote them needs to be quality as well for yeah. it to, to match up. I think I've and that's where trust and credibility and all that sort yeah. of thing comes from. And I think because our earrings are, have always been affordably priced, yeah. I really have a barrier to people with the price thinking that they're cheap and nasty. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So making sure. Like it's, it happens all the time at markets. They just think we... Get them from China and they. No! I know, it breaks my heart and I don't, and you know, it does, it hurts a little bit, but you know. Like, people don't know what they don't know. Yeah. People don't know what they don't know. And I don't share everything of behind the scenes either. I have gotten a little bit better and we do do it a little bit more on TikTok. But also, like, I'm, I'm busy and I, you know, I need to share more of that. But making sure the earring is up in the right way and the lens is clean yeah. makes the earring look better yeah. than yes. it looking. Some dodge product. Some dodge yeah. product that 
Because well, it's not. It's not no, a dodgy no, product. No, it's not. And you don't want anything about the presentation style to be dodgy either because uh, it takes away from the brand, it takes away from the product. Yeah, and I have no doubt if we tripled our price, you know, we could sell to different people Yeah, at the same product. Yeah, um, yeah. Value is an interesting thing. It's, you know, like the price of something is just one component of what value means to people. Yeah. So, you know, price is something that is really it's hard for me. It's, it's really special for me because I want every single person to own those Atlas earrings to feel on top of the world. Yeah. That is why they're priced like they are. It's, yeah. I want everybody to access them. It's how I would shop. I've created this business just for myself, to be honest. Okay. <laughs> Isn't that why we do what we do? Having one in 5,000 earrings? Yeah. <laughs> I am my own avatar. <laughs> and this is how I would shop it, you know, so that's why they are like they are. But I have... I didn't know what I was doing at the start and I didn't know there would be a barrier for people to be buying and I needed to make sure I proved to them the quality yeah. along the way. So I had to always include that in my messaging. Just And I you know, sometimes even just write, give us a try. Just give us, I mean, say $7 for a pair of studs, man. Just give us a try. Yeah. Like if you don't like us, it's the same price as a fancy coffee. Yeah. And don't worry about it. If you, but, you know, they won't hurt your ears. Just try one. I know you're going to love it. We've converted a lot of people, a lot of people, a lot of people. One of my favorite things, like, obviously – all your earrings are gorgeous and they have you have so many styles so they suit everybody. But is they're light. Even the big uh, yeah, danglies are light. Yeah. So I can wear them all day. I've got some big chunky silver boho earrings that I love as well. But by halfway through the morning, I'm like, my ears yes. hurt. Am I going to be one of those older ladies with the saggy earlobes? <laughs> like, <laughs> yes, yes, you are. <laughs> we hashtagged. Hashtag no more saggy holes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And it was hilarious. <laughs> wow, that is unexpected. <laughs> Look, I checked the hashtag after it got posted because it was hilarious and because I was reading it. And you didn't it, check oh, what other posts were on that the hashtag? Yeah. You didn't <laughs> check beforehand. <laughs> but when I read the post, because I like, will oh check. God. I'll check post it. I read out no more songs. And Mel goes, I didn't write that. <laughs> and then I was like, oh no, saggy. And then I hashtag, and we're the only ones who have hashtag no more saggy. <laughs> You should um, keep an eye on that hashtag yeah. for like just for future reference. But yeah, they're light, so yeah, no, you don't have that so issue. It's just funny you said that because it's true. No more saggy holes. That's it. <laughs> Do you think we should add that into our messaging regularly? Yeah, I think so. I mean, let's face it, no one wants a saggy hole, so that's look. You know, you've already owned the hashtag. Just keep it going, so no one else can like keep you dominate. Up. Yeah, dominate on another hashtag. Oh my god, you are such a worry man. <laughs> loose out there in a while. So was this one of your evening wine? <laughs> or was this like an 8am in the morning, fresh and bright? You know what? No, well, we were talking about them being lightweight. Yeah, they is, are. You, you said it. Yeah. You said no more saggy holes. You said that. Actually, that's kind of Hang on, we'll play back. What did you this is your fault. Now, right? we'll check the replay later. <laughs> You've made this acceptable. I'm sure you said saggy holes. You said saggy Look, this is going to be... Saggy ears. ears. Different, very different, isn't it, Addy? Much different. Pretty much. Okay, well, we will make sure we use that hashtag when yes. we create this podcast. I will write it down. Like, seriously. Fabulous. But I think that's the thing, though, too, like with your socials and stuff, when you talk about making things personal and all that kind of thing, it's like you guys have so many different styles so you literally could just be doing those three different posts of just here's a product here's a product here's a product here's a product but it just would not work anywhere near as well as what you're doing 
which is adding in those personal stories from your side, from your client's side, adding in those key messages and repeating those messages over and over in different ways. So I was just explaining this to our marketing assistant the other day where it's like you can go through and report on what the facts are. So they're lightweight, um, they're hypoallergenic, it's quality materials. That's the features, but what's the benefit of that? Because that's that's the picture that you need to paint for people. It's like, well, you're going to be able to wear them all day and then all evening as well. Um, they're not going to hurt your ears so you can keep wearing earrings every day. You're not going to have any soreness and stuff. Like that's the benefit of choosing those earrings. You've got so many different styles to choose from so you can express your identity. We do, you know, a certain amount and then you get free shipping. So it's like a lower cost barrier, you know, like there's all those things where it's like, yes, this is the facts about the product. But what does that mean for people? And that's the part like, yes, no, saggy holes is hilarious. But at the same time, it's like that's actually the benefit of it. You know what I mean? It's like it's lightweight. So great. So there's lots of lightweight things in my life. Why should I give a shit? That's why she gets a shit. Because when I'm old, my ears are still going to be sassy lobes. That's what we all want, right? Did you say sexy or sassy? Sexy lobes. Oh, you said sassy lobes. I'm like, how are lobes sassy? That's your second hashtag. Yeah, sexy lobes. Your world doesn't want sexy lobes. Oh, dear Lord. I think, like, you know, what you just spoke about was my brand why, like my why. So once you write your why and you really understand your why, if you can just vomit that out in different ways in words <laughs> in beautiful earrings and words do we don't want vomit <laughs> no i think that's great i'm so glad that so you said that mm. okay i'll try again i'm going to use that in training with clients now i'm going to be like so once you know what you're going to say just vomit it out over and over again I think it's perfect. Yeah, no, you nailed it. I also feel this is no, this is how sometimes it works. So I work a little bit differently. I'm not great with lots of words in places. <laughs> I, and so having a dedicated team member to listen to me vomit the words, <laughs> so that you can make sure that there's no vomit words to, on, to, on your, to capture the actual. Unless you sneak in with a little saggy hole kind of <laughs> hashtag. Yeah. That so is, this is what happens when you don't bring her along. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. No, I need looking after. Amen. <laughs> Don't we? Yeah, like, there's a reason why I have a right hand man. Yes. I think you right hand woman. Thank you. <laughs> well, yes. <laughs> cool. All right. That's awesome. Thank you so much for sharing all that. That was really good. Um, we always have a bit of a wrap up tip, but we're going to do something a little bit different today. No, I can't do that. No, I really am bad at that. I'm going to stop. Um, we have an announcement of a new product line coming out for Stomping. So when this podcast goes live, they'll be freshly on the website. Abby, tell us what it is. Oh, we're so excited. It has taken 12 months. Like, actual. You didn't need to tell everyone okay. that part. <laughs> <laughs> she's just so excited oh, that no. it's finally coming oh, And, dude, business. That's, I, yeah. When I first launched Bridge, I was like, I've been wanting to do this for three years. You know what I mean? Like, it's it was such a momentous thing for me. I think it's huge to know that it took 12 months. It took 12 months because I won't put something out that I'm not 100% at. Yes. Yeah. So if that's and you've got so many competing months. things for your attention or whatever mm -hmm. like that. You need to do it properly and in the way that you yeah. want it to come into market. But hashtag stomping stickers. <laughs> coming which is super exciting so we have all of you know these are drawn by our graphic designer nikki in in-house so they're our images 
Um, and I thought they're amazing images, so why can't I repurpose them somehow? We bought a stick machine 12 months, um, and these are, you know, waterproof. Can we get matching earrings to the stickers? So, yeah, that's yes! earrings. Wow. That's <laughs> that so is cool. an earring. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, I love so it. that's an earring as well. So I now need to go buy this earring. <laughs> I really, I think we need to go shopping after. <laughs> I'm really compelled to go to something HQ. So, and it's, you know, often there's people at our markets who don't have their ears pierced. Yeah. You know, whether yeah. it's, you know, younger girls who don't have their ears pierced or, you know, a lot of boys coming with their mums or, you know, there's lots of people who don't have their ears pierced. So we wanted to be able to for them to have the joy of having their dog. Because you, you might actually see someone buy their dog on an earring. Yeah. It like blows their mind and they love it. And I always get these little selfies with the dog and the earrings. Oh, cute. <laughs> yeah, I've been there. You, every, That's me. Literally every time the team goes, is there another dog photo? I'm like, yes! And I wanted that joy to go to people who can't have an earring. Yeah. So that is, and I was like, oh, to enhance their earrings oh, yeah. oh, by having that. their, yeah, yeah exactly. So now they can have it on their drink bottle, their laptop, their phone, their car, their whatever they want. And we already had the images; they're already amazing. Let's just, you know, get something else out there. So that's, that's so cool. So waterproof. Are they all going to be like this sort of size, or have you got bigger ones? For now, this is the standard Start size. With this. Yeah, yeah, that's so, cool, man. Yeah, three dollars. Bargain. Excellent. Oh, <laughs> Keeping in our affordable range so that everyone can access them because I think they're going to make people feel good and it's a cute little, you know, gift for somebody who might be feeling a bit down, a little pair of earrings and a sticker. And it's yeah. just something you can, like, pop into, a like, a um, like because I give stopping earrings all the time as gifts mm-hmm. and, like, especially, but, like, I'll be posting something or whatever and I've, <laughs> the, does, like, it'll punch out the... <laughs> Punch out the envelope. And I'm like, oh, well, this is Australia's Australia problem now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, what could I do? Or like, but even just... You could wrap it. it. That's what you could do. <laughs> you could put it in a parcel. Like, we have to. We have solutions for this. <laughs> I, I'm not understanding any of this. Um, but even just like, I've popped them in cards, you know, because I might give them, say, like, a voucher or something and so I just like put a pair of earrings into the card and give it to them and it does it like punches out sort of things so I'm like oh I could just put a few of these in there instead yes thank oh. you for solving my punch down <laughs> earring problem thank you uh, so much Abby we're so excited for your new product and thank you so much for joining us today oh, we have had you. a ball I literally am wiping tears of laughter from my face <laughs> probably smudge my mascara <laughs> it's been great Awesome. Thanks so much for being on here. We really do appreciate Thank it. Thank you so and much. And you did really good. Yeah. Yay! And A plus <laughs> for all your questions. A plus plus. Five gold stars. <laughs> Five sun cells. <laughs> cool. Thanks for being on us. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks for listening to this episode of Marketing and Margaritas. Find more free marketing tips, tricks and laughs at rebelnation.com.au.